Welcome to Tales of Beautiful Feet, where we recount the stories of ordinary American Christians involved in taking the good news to a spiritually dark world. Listen and be challenged to go beyond what you've ever done before, beyond your comfort zone, so that others can come to know our Savior. We'll hear firsthand from those who've gone about the experiences they've had, the lives they've seen changed, and the way they've been changed themselves. And we'll tell you how you too can meaningfully participate in Jesus' great commission to the church. So grab a Bible and a notepad if you like, while we celebrate the verse that says, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. Hi, thanks for joining me. In the story I want to tell today, uh, this one comes from my second uh, trip. And we were visiting in a collection of, uh, of homes in a village uh, in, uh, the south, in a different region from where my previous stories came from. Uh, same nation, just a different place. Uh, and this particular visit was in a village that had like two or three, I think it was at least three, maybe three or four little pods of uh, three to five houses uh, centered around kind of a common area uh, in each of those pods. And so my translator and church worker and I went to the first pod and we, we had people listening. Um, and, you know, so several people had come out from those, those houses nearby and we had some professions of faith. Now, in, in that nation, because uh, polytheism is the norm, um, we don't assume that just because we've heard a profession of faith that, the, that they're now Christians, they're going to get plugged into a house church. We know that there's going to be follow-up that's needed because often when they first say, yes, I understand what you're saying and I believe it, uh, what they think they're doing is they're adding Jesus to be one more idol on a shelf of all of their, their, their gods. And in their culture, there's no problem with a, a large number of, uh, of gods. In fact, by some estimates, they can, they'll tell you that uh, there are millions of gods in that uh, religious system. And so uh, we, we take professions of faith. We, we make notes of how, how our uh, church workers can contact them again. And then they come back later to do the follow-up. In this particular setting, we moved then from that first uh, little area with the, the three houses and we went to a different part of the same village, spoke to some more people, and there might have even been a, a, a third stop or maybe even more uh, in that village. I don't recall exactly, but what I do recall with great vividness is once we had finished the visits in that village, my translator and church worker and I were going down this little dirt path through the middle of a field. Uh, I believe there were rice fields and they were uh, currently, uh, there was a, a stream or, or the fields were flooded and there was a, a water pump at the corner of that field where they could use the same, uh, they, they could get water for their own purposes, uh, you know, for washing dishes or drinking or, or cooking. Um, and that same pump could be used then to flood the rice fields. And this uh, lady that we had spoken to on, on that first stop uh, engaged my translator in very, very animated conversation. And it's, it's funny how, you know, not knowing the, the language, uh, it's so easy to 
see people who are engaging in a passionate way as though they're they're angry, you know, and not realize no, they're just uh, they're just excited or passionate in some other way. And so um, after their conversation went on, I thought, man, we must have done something to really upset her. Um, I asked him as we resumed our our walking. I said, what was that about? What did she want? And, uh, or what was she upset about? He said, no, no, she wasn't upset about anything. She was just telling me that uh, she had decided that when she went back to her house, she was going to gather up her idols and go throw them in the river. Uh, so clearly in, in that case, she immediately comprehended that uh, trusting Jesus meant trusting Jesus only. And that's the sort of change that we don't always see, not at every visit, uh, but we see it often enough that it's just uh, amazing and encouraging. So we're planning a trip uh, it, this year in 2018 uh, in the fall. Uh, we expect to have our roster full by the uh, 1st of June, and so you've got a little bit of time, but not a lot of time to, uh, to express interest if, you're, if you would like to go along with us. Um, I can't tell you the nation or the uh, exact travel times uh, because I don't know where these videos will, uh, will end up. But if you'll reach out to me um, through uh, beautifulfeet at protonmail.com, uh, particularly if it's the first time you've reached out uh, to me or if, I, if you would be unknown to me, um, it would be good if you'd also tell me where you, where you worship and give me a reference that I can check there. Uh, because I'm, I'm trying very carefully to protect my ability to minister in the, in the nations that I go to, as well as protect the, uh, uh, the, the, the partners that we work with. And so I, I have to be kind of careful. But if you would reach out to me by email, uh, give me some way to, uh, to make sure that you're really interested and not just interested in, uh, in perhaps tracking me down. Uh, then I would love to tell you about the trip and hopefully travel with you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Tales of Beautiful Feet. For more information, for questions or comments about today's programs, or to learn how you can participate in these adventures in global evangelism, please email me at beautifulfeet at protonmail.com. Beautiful Feet at protonmail.com.